now that we've all seen an episode recently. And uh, let's see, what what are we doing after this? Oh, yeah, Spider-Man Very Limited. Oh, God. Oh, oh that's sure. And I, th- I think we agreed not to, to uh, review uh, 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 Don's Lucky Tumor. What? Silver Surfer. Uh, what? Your Lucky Tumor. How is that a lucky... T- I don't get that joke. You're the one who made the joke! I'm not... Sorry, I have a poor memory for stuff like this. What? We were talking about on the first show, and you mentioned how we're not going to talk about Silver Surfer because it's not a lucky tumor. It's a tumor that needs to be cut out, and he says, like, you don't just keep a tumor because it's it's benign. It's not a lucky tumor. Oh, well, how did you go from benign to lucky? Because it's because it's not active. It's not an active tumor. Well, yeah, but if lucky is active, it's just a positive active. No, ne- never mind though. I see. I see, I get. I remember that now. But let's just. Uh... So. Yes. Okay. It... Showtime. Okay, it's uh, let's see. Right in the five minute it's mark. It's showtime. Hello and welcome to Animation Aficionados. Uh, this episode we will be talking about the Incredible Hulk. Uh, today we have joining us uh, Donald McLeod. I know nothing about the show, so I'll be sitting here playing my favorite game, Drink the Beer. Uh, we have Neil Purcell. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And Jesse Staffler. So says the leader. Yes. And uh, we have, before the show, watched one episode of The Incredible Hulk just to get our memories uh, back up in track because a lot of us do not remember much of the show at all. Um, I remember quite a bit, uh, but uh, uh, we watched the episode with She-Hulk because it was so awesomely bad. Mm -hmm. She-Hulk. I remember one episode and it's the one we just watched. (laughs) Actually, I I think I've seen... I've seen like one episode, the same a few times over, and it was the one with She-Hulk. Wow. I mean, like, like it's like when it's like you know, it's like whenever I turn the show on, it would always be that episode with She-Hulk. That happens to me a lot too. Whenever I'm watching a series and I don't follow it, and I turn it on, it always seems to turn on the same couple of episodes. Huh. Someone should do a study about that, you know, to see how often that happens. Yes. Yes. It's. Uh... This indication is in your mind. It is in your mind. Anyways, uh, what amazed me was uh, watching the first couple of minutes of this episode is I saw what you what what we have all seen before in '90s uh, syndicated cartoons, which is the animation Yo-Yo, where you have a couple of minutes of excellent, beautifully done animation with great shading, great movement, great fluidity, and then Acom happens. Yes. Because it's actually amazing here, because the first two minutes of this episode is all about the Bruce Banner on the run, fighting robots, running for his life from the military. And these these are the bits that are done really, really well. And then when he turns into the Hulk, that's the that's where the animation gets crappy. If I may say something, the opening the opening title sequence in this is really, really epic. I mean, you have the Hulk being born in the explosion, you have him running around fighting the military, fighting all his enemies. Then the whole thing culminates with, like, everybody in the whole freaking world trying to pile on this guy and just fighting them all off. Yes, and there's nothing that says Hulk quite like a persecution complex. 
Well, no, there isn't. I mean, it's the Hulk. That's what's the... That's pretty much the whole thing. I mean, the whole world's out to get this guy. I know. I'm just. I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying there's nothing that says the Hulk like a person. Goosen complex. It's... Oh, well, you said it in like a sarcastic way. I thought you. Were... No, not really. It's it's the truth. It's... Oh, there's nothing that defines the Hulk. Like that a persecution. Every time I talk to someone, they always think I'm angry with them or I'm having an attitude. You know why? Eh. Well, it's what it's what happens, and uh, like I said, it's a uh, it's uh, you know it, it's not quite the epic uh, sad walking away, but it it is something. And uh, yeah, well, I, I... well, the original the, the uh, Hulk television series for all its uh, bad effects and etc. Uh, etc. Et and uh, bear throwing, it it did define the character for many decades. With you know the the sad man walking away, you know always going from one place to another until, you know. Bear throwing. Yes. I need to see. Hold on, I gotta find this on YouTube. I need to see this. The Hulk throws a bear. <laughs> that is the most awesome thing I have ever heard. <laughs> Not really. Anyways, uh, the uh, oh yes it is. Oh yes it is. <laughs> Anyways, the 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 whole idea of the Hulk wandering around, you know, Bruce Banner wandering around from place to place, that that has defined the Hulk for decades, and there's definitely that influence in this show. In fact, uh, we did see the Hulk at the end of this episode uh, hitchhiking again, only to be picked up by the most quiet, uh, understanding driver ever. Don't spoil the jokes. Come on. Yes. We'll get to that, people. Yes, You we just will. wait. Yes. Wink. Yes. And Thumbs uh, up. Yes. Smile with the twinkle in his teeth. It's a, like ting. And and at least... I'm just interrupting. <laughs> Sorry. Dr. Doom was better in this episode than he was in Spider-Man. With <laughs> his 3D TV. Yes. <laughs> Projection screen. Doom all vision. <laughs> You know, at some point, you're just showing off. I mean, it's fast utility, you're just showing off. And uh, what's really odd is the characters are actually allowed to punch in this show. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, well, I mean, it's the Hulk. That's basically yeah. all he does. He's a, he, at least Spider-Man can hit you with webs or something. The Hulk cannot hit you with webs. He has tried. Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man How Hulk web. shot web? Have like laser beams and lightning bolts and psychic attacks they can use, but the whole he's pretty much punching you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like Solomon Grundy on Superfriends. All he does is pick you up and run around with you. <laughs> well, he was born on a Monday, though. Bruce Banner was very lucky he was born on a Tuesday, so he doesn't get to do that. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Here's the Hulk fighting a bear. <laughs> Why do you have to actually find it? Why not find it? <laughs> well, it's Hulk fighting a bear. Oh my god, it's an actual bear. I thought it would be like a man in a suit. Well, it is a man in a suit when he throws him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's... Should... Hang on. <laughs> Hulk just what hog Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that Grizzly Adams? <laughs> It might well be. <laughs> you know, I really feel sorry for you people who can't actually watch this. Oh, Ben, you gotta put a link into this in your thing. Yeah. I will, I will. 
that was the greatest bear throw I've ever seen. <laughs> How many have you seen? One. Yeah. Well, well, there was that there was that salmon guy. He didn't throw the bear, but he gave it a good kick in the mommy daddy button. <laughs> Clearly a rag doll bear. Right in the picture. <laughs> yeah, the salmon guy was. Uh, you've seen that one, right? Okay, we're getting off topic. Sorry. That's true, but it's your fault. This is true. There you go. Anyways, uh, the Hulk series, uh, you know, it, it pretty much did the wondering around thing that was started by the uh, old series, at, uh, which I think really did define the Hulk for many decades, for good or for bad. Mostly for good, because, you know, walk, you know, being an engine destruction doesn't really have a lot of uh, focus. You have to give, like, some sort of motive or direction in the whole thing. <laughs> to be fair, though, the Hulk was doing the wandering thing from the very beginning of the comics. Not quite. I, I remember he wanted to like uh, destroy a part of New York in the first Avengers comic, and that that was. And then he became like a circus clown in the same comic. Epic comic, by the way, if you ever want to read it. Wait, sorry, I I, I stroked off a second there. What what's going on? Uh, the first <laughs> the first Avengers comic, the Hulk tried to destroy a part of New York, and he was a circus clown. Oh, I miss HTML <laughs> comics. I really do. It is one of the most epic things you've ever seen. It's a because Hulk is like on a unicycle wearing a full clown costume, juggling on the tightrope. It was awesome, but bad. Off topic again. Digital comics. Now that I think of it. Well, it was. Uh, I'm. It's not off topic. We were talking about the Hulk and his evolution. Sorry. No, my bad. My bad. And uh, sadly, there is no. Uh, there is no uh, circus in the uh, Hulk cartoon. Probably because they didn't think the Circus of Crime would be a good opponent for the Hulk anymore. <laughs> that they ever, that it ever was. Yes. But Ringmaster could hypnotize you with his top hat. So did you watch the salmon commercial? I don't. I I put the link up. Ah. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Yes. So Hulk cartoon. <laughs> yes. How about them there Hulks? <laughs> I think they had an episode with that, or they had all these bug hulks that the Hulk hang, hung out with in one episode, because they were like the bugs that lived underneath the uh, testing ground or something. Where it was just bugs that was like snakes and like rattlesnakes, and it was like a rattlesnake with arms and legs, and there was like all sorts of other weird stuff. <laughs> a bunch of animals that were mutated by the gamma bomb. And I remember one episode where they actually succeeded in splitting the Hulk from Bruce Banner, and the Bruce Banner wore an exosuit and fought the Hulk and told the Hulk to get away from her, you bitch. Isn't it a shame that this that the Red Hulk wasn't around when this cartoon came? Oh, they had the, they had a Devil Hulk in one episode. Oh, the Devil Hulk. The Devil Hulk was from the comics. The, no, the Devil Hulk was like this evil sentient something that went in the Bruce Banner's head, and it Bruce was, and. He was Parallax. Yes, and uh, Bruce Banner and uh, the Grey Hulk and the Green Hulk had a fight in his head with the help of uh, Doctor Strange or something, and Doctor Strange wasn't quite as lame as he was in Spider-Man. But still pretty lame. For reference, the um, Devil Hulk in the comics was actually the representation of all the Hulks, of all Bruce Banner's self-loathing and hatred of it. No, in this case, it's just an evil entity. I know, I was just establishing for the viewers at home that may not know about the Devil Hulk, what he was in the comics. Uh, I think it was one of those uh, silly little things that they did later on. So, almost as bad as the Supermath that the Hulk 
was doing all along to make sure no one ever got hurt. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you know about that, Neil? No. Oh, a later writer, a very recent writer, retconned the Hulk's entire history to where the Hulk has been, in every Rampage he has ever done, has been doing super mathematics while he's fighting and rampaging to make sure no one ever gets hurt. <laughs> this was according to a guy called Amadeus Cho. Um, who, who's like the Hulk's biggest fanboy, who's... who totally sucked until he teamed up with Hercules. And, and Amadeus Cho's big thing is, like, the third smartest person in the world, and he's a teenager. And he's the eighth smartest person. And he, he's, he's, he was apparently ranked this in, like, a cereal box contest or something. A box contest, yeah. Sorry. So he turned the Hulk into a savant, basically. Yes. According to him. And this was at a point when the Hulk had just come back from being shot in the space by Iron Man, and he was had totally conquered New York and was making the members of the Marvel Illuminati fight each other. And the Illuminati is basically Doctor Xavier, uh, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, Iron Man, and somebody else just sitting it's around a, the table. It's Xavier Strange, uh, Iron Man, Black Bolt, jeez, uh, Namor. And well, Black Bolt doesn't really say much in these meetings. He, he pretty much can't I feel, like, I feel like there was someone else. Oh, oh, Reed Richards. Yes, because uh, you, you can't have horrifying scientific consequences without Reed Richards. He's so yeah. much. He, he's of so much use. He is but, that accursed Richards. You, you know the the, the thing about the thing about Cho though is like he he comes along and he says the Hulk never killed anybody. After the Hulk gets sent up into space. For having killed people. Yes. Just... And because the Hulk has been doing super super mathematics to make sure every rampage he does, every little bit of debris, he calculates where it's going to fall. Yeah. Except for when he doesn't. <laughs> he makes sure that only the guilty people fall die because the Hulk automatically knows who's guilty. Of course, they actually did a miniseries called Startling Story Banner. And the the funny thing is, this this writer who has tried so hard to sanitize the Hulk made it so Hercules killed his wife and child not because he was induced in a rage by Hera, but because he wanted to. Well, I think the lesson here that was Amadeus Cho was kind of in the wrong here because... Well, the last thing I saw of Amadeus Cho was when he was trying to impress a girl with his uh, smartest rank, and she's like, whoa, where'd you get that from? He says, it's a soapbox contest, and she laughs at him. How does that even work? What? Well, basically, there was this villain who has the same powers as Cho, and he was looking for, like, a worthy opponent to fight. So Cho entered this contest that the guy set out, and when he found out about him, he sent guys to kill his parents, and he's been on the run ever since. You know, for and the kids. Um, and eventually Cho tracked him down, and they were about to have this big fight, and then Cho was like, you know what? I don't care. Screw you. I'm, I'm leaving. Screw you guys, I'm going home. And the guy was to so distraught that Cho didn't want to play anymore that he killed himself. Because that's just a, such a greatly well-written storyline for such a greatly enduring character that was going to last forever. Take well, me no, away, Cho, dear. Cho didn't kill himself. The guy who set all this up killed himself. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm just oh. saying that this whole plot is asinine. And, I, like uh, I mean, he was kind of annoying at first, but he's gotten better. And his only power is he is just really, really smart. And, 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 until he's not. Like, so basically, he, he ripped off the... There, there was another cartoon, um, Action Man, during the 90s, or maybe the early 2000s. Oh, uh, is that the guy that's able to calculate all things that's going to happen? Yeah, yeah, that's basically made, the same power Cho has. He made floaty numbers appear, like that guy on that 
show with the thing. Action Man. No, 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 the new one. The, the live action one with Mike. The live action one with Mike. Oh, Michael. no ordinary family. That's the one. It's a guy who is a it's, is a kid in there who's super smart, and his power is that he hallucinates equations. And the funny thing, he's able to use the super math to play football really well, even though he's really skinny and not very muscly. It is not a good show. <laughs> no, I'm just amazed by this, because he because just because you can tell the trajectory of the throw of the ball doesn't mean you can tell your arm to do that. Okay, we're getting off topic again. I'm sorry, I'm just, I just had to mention that. Hang, hang on a second, guys. My dog is, is being fussy again. No problem. Sorry about this. You know, she, she, she's old and gets nervous, and <laughs> I'll be back in a second. No problem. It, you know, I have an old cat too, so she's. I'm surprised she hasn't started trying to climb up on me yet. Yes, and that's the one thing that the Hulk series is missing—a nice cat that Hulk can be around. Says Hulk, care for little Whiskers. Does Mrs. Whiskers need Hulk's affection? You know, in the Marvel Adventures Hulk comic, he actually had a pet monkey. And Rick Jones had a pet monkey. Because everything's better with monkeys. They were going to test the um, gamma bomb on a monkey. And Rick Jones tried to save the monkey, and Bruce Banner tried to save Rick Jones. And the and the and Bruce Banner and the Rick Jones is apparently a hippie in this continuity. In the this kind in the cartoon continuity or in Marvel Adventures? Both. Because just look at his long hair. Don't tell me he's not a hippie. Wasn't he kind of a hippie anyway? Uh, I think so because he was going to protest. Something or other, or something, and Banner saved him, or something, and shielded, no, you, and shielded, and shielded Rick Jones from the explosion with just his tiny little pencil-y frame. Because who knew that the human body's a better, uh, let better uh, nuclear shield than lead? So what happened was he pushed um, Rick Jones into a trench, so the gamma radiation went right over him. Because <laughs> radiation doesn't fall; it goes straight. Well, he calculated <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yes. One thing I wanted to ask earlier: What happens when Banner is bit by a mosquito? Does it become a Hulk mosquito? That's actually a very good question. <laughs> I don't know. I think people were too busy with the super math and uh, and doing stupid things with the Hulk. Like Zen Banner was a, was what one writer did for a while. I think Zen Banner had some potential. I mean, it's one of those things that's like. Why the hell did he do this all before? Zen Banner was a storyline where Bruce Banner decides to become a start doing Zen meditation, and he's able to while Banner tap into Hulk-like strength. Yeah. And basically, it was during this arc we hardly ever saw the Hulk. I mean, it was all Banner. Yes, it's, it's like those old '90s websites. That's all Banner. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Web designer joke. I'm sorry. Okay, now, I'm if I get for the gong here. In my role-playing game, Rick Jones is Bruce's weed man. <laughs> okay. In the in the, the cartoon, they actually made Rick Jones the Hulk for an episode or two. Actually, that did happen in the comic, too. It was part of a storyline. Well, so they're copying the comic as well. It's That's always a great thing for the Marvel cartoons to do, is to copy, is to use the badly written comics as a crypt note. Because the Hulk had some good writers and some bad writers, so... Uh, Everybody talks about the Peter David run, which I have actually not never read. <laughs> and uh, while uh, while uh, I think Don's playing with his, uh... I'm back. I'm back. Yes. <laughs> we were we were just mentioning what would happen if a mosquito bit the Hulk. Would it become a mosquito Hulk? You know that would be an awesome story. They need to do that. <laughs> and we Seriously. also met, we also mentioned the Zen Banner arc in the comics. 
Marvel Comics, I know you listen obsessively to everything we do. So do that thing. Yes. It's, uh, and, you know, we, we made another joke about the uh, super math as well, because uh, super math is always fun to mock. Yes, oh, and is. one more thing. If you are listening, Marvel, General Riker should have been the Red Hulk, not General Ross. You really dropped the ball on that one. There's a General Riker? Yeah, he was an enemy of the Hulk during the 90s, another evil general. Yes, he used to be a commander and used to be really fat. I didn't, I didn't read Hulk during the 90s. <laughs> That was that was that was a, that was a joke on the uh, on the uh, on John Frakes there. Sorry, John. Uh, you know the you know I wish it would have it would I want it would have given it away though. But I think though if the Red Hulk turned out to be General Ross, he should have had a huge badass mustache right from the start. <laughs> then we would have known that he was the Red Hulk. From the I beginning. know, but yeah, but it would have been awesome. It's not like anyone cares who he is. I mean, he's every, he just exists to pe- so people can hate him. He, he he was he was a terrible idea. Just like, uh, just like, uh, well, a lot of things in the Hulk uh, cartoon were terrible ideas too. It's like, uh, I did admit that the idea that they had for how the Gray Hulk came to be was interesting because what happened with the Gray Hulk was Banner was drained of gamma radiation, and uh, basically he he was still you know the leader captured him anyways, and he was under duress and but he had no gamma radiation, so he turned into something else. Which was an interesting idea, better than what they did in the comics. And so I am actually going to give this uh, crappy cartoon a little bit of praise. Yeah, but then after he got his radiation back, he kept turning into the Grey Hulk. Only occasionally, but which sort of makes sense because it's sort of like unlocking something and it's unlocked. And video game logic and stuff. Achievement unlocked. You've become the Grey Hulk. Yes. And then he just slotted that power into his uh, quick bar and... Stuff. Wow, jokes go right over my head. Well, it's uh, like I said. It's it. You know, once it happened, it's like you know. It's not like he lost that. It's just something he gained. You don't lose something when you gain something. It's. it's well, you, you you lose space. Well, he has a lot of space in his head. He has enough space for like thirty different Hulk personalities, and uh, that's the whole reason he changes his all because he has multiple personality disorder. Uh, yes. How much space is taken up by the super like hundreds of Hulks running around? Yes, and they, they they all are capable of super math because the Hulk has never hurt anybody because he's the most sanitized superhero ever. Hulk just want love. Yes, uh, just like just like uh, Ultimate Hulk just want love. He kept on trying to do horrible things to Freddie Prince Jr. I want to do horrible things <laughs> to Freddie Prince Jr. That's it. every every sentient being in the universe wants to do horrible things to Freddie Prince Jr. I know, but it's just the Hulk on that one. After like um, I saw Tony's review of Wing Commander. I don't think that's really fair because I actually was a Wing Commander fan back in the day. Played the games back since 1991. And Spoonie, he loved the games. He hated the movie. I don't think he really loved the games. He didn't really talk like someone who played the games. And that comes from a guy who actually played the games and bought the piece of crap uh, novels and all that. Well, anyway, back to... Um, Hulk. Yes. Okay. I'm going to cut some of this out, by the way. <laughs> that might be for the best. Yes. Well, they know how I feel about them, so... Well, the the Hulk, the biggest thing is, it's just sort of hard to get the tone of the Hulk right, because you have to do something that's familiar to people, but at the same time not retreading. And, you know, they got the idea of, you know, the guy wandering around without the whole, uh, you know, giant clown suit and uh, 
destroying things to fight the Avengers. They got the whole wandering around thing from the old uh, TV series. And they tried some new things. They made the leader like a, a constant antagonist who was slightly camp. Not slightly camp, kind of mostly camp, a little bit gay, and uh, all in. Yes, and uh, you know, the, you know, and uh, made it, um, you know, made the, you know, General Ross a constant antagonist as well. They also had, um, they had Samson show up in an episode or two. I remember that. And uh, explain Doctor Samson though. They didn't explain Doctor Samson. They just had him show up. He's just a doctor with uh, green hair and a shirt with a lightning bolt on. It's like, who is this guy? Why should we care? Why does he have super strength? Let's get to Doctor Samson's origin. Wasn't he exposed to like original gamma radiation or something? Yes, and his hair turned green, and the longer his hair is, the stronger he is, because his last name happens to be Samson. He's a doctor, and he has gamma radiation. I just had a thought. What happens if he exposed Brock Samson to gamma radiation? The universe implodes on itself. Oh my god! In my RPG, I'm still gonna have those two related. Okay, and uh, in the. Uh, and like I said, there was an episode where Doc Sampson shows up for no reason, and they don't explain who he is. He's just there, which is a big flaw in most of these Marvel series is when they have someone show up. They don't really explain who he is, what he is, to the people who are watching, because they assume a certain level of fan already. And when you pull someone like Doc Sampson out of your ass and show him on the screen, you're going to confuse people. You see, that's something they did right in the new Avengers cartoon. I mean, when they first introduced Doc Samson, he looked normal. He didn't have the green hair. But in the very first episode, during the breakout, they had, they showed him mutate when the Hulk got him out of the cube. Because he had been exposed to Hulk's blood or something. I don't really remember what happened, but they did explain why he has green hair. And Hulk powers. It's an STD. <laughs> Actually, Actually yeah. I mean... <laughs> it's like oh, uh, I don't know what if I start talking. About it's like stuff. hepatitis, but gives you strength. It's like that. It's like that horrible spider. It's like that horrible Spider-Man ripoff of The Dark Knight Returns, where he had radioactive spider semen and killed Mary Jane by fucking her to death. Yeah, it, it was. It was not a pleasant thing. It's. It was called uh, Spider-Man Rain, and that's. Oh Lord. It's it's do to try and justify one more day. It's Frank Miller without the charm. You mean <laughs> it's Frank Miller without the, without the humanity and happiness, and and probably more horrors. It's without it's without the love. It's Frank Miller without the love. How do you do Frank Miller without the love? It's really hard, but you can do it. Right. Get the feeling we're slightly off topic again. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, but that, that's, that's, that's going to be our that's going to be our catchphrase for the show. And that, that's the biggest problem with the Hulk series is you know they they you know in most Marvel series of this era is they pull people out of their ass, don't explain who they are, they just have them there. I remember they also had a Hulk episode where they had Sasquatch show up. Who's Sasquatch? I don't know. What's he doing fighting the Hulk? I don't know. Well, couldn't he just be? Couldn't he just be like a generic Sasquatch? No, it was. The Sasquatch. Yeah, the Alpha Flight Sasquatch. This was when he was up in Canada trying to find his Which, uh, you know, everybody except for Don wouldn't know who Sasquatch is because nobody else is Canadian. So it's not a Harry and the Hendersons crossover. <laughs> that that would have really improved. I would have. Yes, well, as, as we've seen earlier, the Hulk would have just thrown Harry. Sasquatch and Harry would have looked like a, a Canadian superhero from a group called Alpha Flight. He's this guy who can turn into a Sasquatch. Until he was a woman. 
And, well, it's not really as bad as Dr. Samson because you can just explain, oh, he's a Canadian superhero. That's called a Sasquatch. And then there's the gay Canadian twins, the gay Canadian wonder twins. Actually, one of them's gay, the other one has a split personality, and one of the split personality is very religious, and the other one's a whore. Who are these people again, Don? Don Don's Canadian, if you don't know, so he's an expert in Alpha Flight. No idea, Rob. No, no wait, you're not Rob. You're some other guy. What did I say, Rob? One of them's called, the guy's called Northstar, I don't remember what the girl's name. Okay, it's Northstar and Aurora, I admit it, I know everything about them, I know their whole lives. And who, who, who's, the, who's, the, who's the short guy that speaks in the French accent? That's Puck. You're not Canadian, how do you know that? I like to study this sort of thing. Yes. I'm, from New, I'm from western New York, so... One of us, one of us. Yes, and uh, and and like I said, that's the big problem. It is when they introduce all those people that nobody knows, and they assume a certain level of familiarity. And they had Ghost Rider show up without uh, the uh, caginess, just at the end of one episode, just to get the Hulk mad. Oh yeah, like that's so hard. You need to call in your guest stars to get the Hulk mad because you know. He's no, that was actually the whole theme of that last part of the episode. Is we have to keep Hulk mad so he doesn't get sick. Well, still, I mean. So the so Ghost Rider grabs his chains, throws Hulk around for a few minutes. Samson throws Hulk around for a few minutes, and then at the Coupe de Grace, uh, uh, Betty says she hates Hulk. And then when the Hulk's better, she's like, "Oh, I didn't mean it." And she's like, "Hulk confused, Hulk running away, crying. Hulk gonna write in his diary. Hulk go listen to old Cure albums." <laughs> oh, that's an eight bit theater reference. Yes, we should put a Thank like the feminist Hulk up in here. Yes. I'm not even sure I want to know. <laughs> yes, that was that was quite a bad moment for the Hulk. And he becomes sulk. Uh. <laughs> Hulk wear black makeup. That would be the black Hulk, the emo Hulk. Yeah, he he go, he goes down just dancing down the street, causing five thousand dollars property damage with each step, but not hurting a single person. <laughs> No, he he's calculated his funkiness. <laughs> oh, which, which Hulk is the purple? Is the funky Hulk? Mm. It's it's the Black Hulk because the Black Hulk is emo Hulk. Well, Devil Hulk is purple, so maybe he's the gay Hulk. Well, as you remember, as you remember back, the, the a lot they use a lot of the coloring from the comics for the cartoon, where for black they had blue highlights. And uh, purple highlights at times for black. It, it, that's just the effect of the drawing. Because originally Spider-Man's costume was black and red. With blue highlights because that's how they colored blue, black. But, you know, they sort of reversed that as time went on. That's just how they do... I don't really... I don't know if I'd buy that. I mean, you think somebody... Uh, you know, somebody somewhere would have said, Oh, hey, we... You know, he's... It's... It's black, not blue. Well, that's kind of what happened with the Hulk. I mean, in the, early, in the very first issue, he was gray. But after that, they realized that gray didn't really work for the printing at the time. So they switched it to green. Yes, and then that was the same time that they gave him a, a circus clown costume. And he was juggling on a unicycle. Get the circus clown costume. <laughs> Come on. I don't think we can ever forget the circus clown costume. <laughs> it, look, I was, I was about 21. And uh, I saw the Avengers Essentials Volume One sitting at a comic book store, and said, "I'll just look through this. I want to see how epic they were back then." And then on the page ten, there was a Hulk in a circus clown costume. <laughs> how very epic at all is it? 
<laughs> and that has forever shaped my destiny. I know what I know far too much about you now. <laughs> and then your path shall be complete. Yes, it's it's uh, you know that's the biggest problem with the Hulk series is you know there there's there's a lack of direction. You see, the great thing about the Hulk, in my opinion, is that you really can use them for any kind of story. You can use them humorously. You can use them as a scary monster. You can use them as a hero. Oh, that reminds me. There was actually one episode where they actually did Mister Fix It in the Hulk series, where where basically the whole idea is they were trying to get rid of a mob boss so the hulk and became the gray hulk and he teamed up with she hulk and and they had like this whole crime outfit where she hulk was lady green and uh and the hulk was mr fixit her enforcer and mr fixit wore a suit and he always just as had every time he beat someone up exactly i mean you can use the hulk for just about any kind of story you can think of yes the point is you gotta have a real you gotta have an idea for a story you yeah. just can't throw them in random situations could you do a Broadway musical about the Hulk? They did a Broadway. They, they did a Broadway musical for Evil Dead. They did a Broadway. Well, they're doing a Broadway musical for Spider Man. Where the actor hurt his back. Yeah. yeah. And they had one of the bad guys. Get a butt transfusion. Yes. Uh, then become Spider Hulk, who dances. And make sure that he doesn't injure a single person in the show using his Superman. And, and we're that's the note we're going to have to wrap this up. Jokes. That's the note. Did we even talk about the cartoon in this episode? No, that's just fine. <laughs> this is the greatest show ever. I am so glad to be a part of this. Yes, yes. And the next week we're gonna, we're going to not talk about Spider-Man very limited. Yeah. Lucky because honestly even hearing about that will rot your brain. Yes. It, it's it's like it's like in the cell or I think I haven't actually read the cell. But I know it's like the cell phone thing that goes and it'll be like that for your ears. Yes, uh, so wrapping up, this is again Ben. I'm winning Drink the Beer. This is Don. <laughs> this is TV's Mr. Neil. And this is Jesse Zaffler. And we're going to see you next week. Good night. <laughs>